So what are you supposed to do if you fall out of love with your partner? Like, is it automatically a for sure thing you should just go no matter what? Or are there ways to save it? I think that's always been actually a big point of debate, you know? Like, when should you stay? When should you go? When that feeling is gone. And luckily for our last uh, last episode of Love Month, is what we've called this every Mental Health Monday with Leah, uh, what do you do? What are we supposed to do? She is up with solutions on today's show. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello, welcome to the week. How are you? We are episode 453 of Certified Mama's Boy. This is a podcast based in three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Well, we raised $1.35 million (laughs) for the kids. That was crazy. Amazing. Um, one, let me give you the exact number. I just actually just saw it. 1.35. I just saw it. 1.351110 and 33 cents. So one point three hundred and fifty one thousand one hundred and ten dollars and thirty-three cents. Good gosh. So what got raised in just a couple of days. Um t- today on the radio show, we'll actually have the final number because people can still donate over oh. um uh, the weekend, but oh, it doesn't great. typically go up like a massive amount. You know, I don't expect it to be. Yeah, but y'all are way really close to breaking last year's record. So we we did. Um, in case you don't know, I was the last couple of days on the radio show. I was doing a radiothon for kids, uh, the Children's Hospital here in Baltimore, and I um, I told you that I really wanted to beat the record, right? The most money ever raised. I was not. <laughs> The biggest year we've had now, but it did beat last year's, which is good. So it was um, last year was one point three one. This year is one point three five. So what the forty thousand dollars more than the year before, which is cool. We'll take it. Um, so yeah, I feel I'm honestly like just a very tired still. Um, those are a long two days yeah. of broadcasting um but it really i'll tell you the big difference was our really really when it comes to live because you have to keep in mind like we were still in covid setup because when they were at first we thought we're gonna be back at the hospital typically when you do these things you're at the children's hospitals you kind of get to take in all the energy and everything um but we because of covid um and then it got bad you know there in the winter was they decided to put it back in the radio studio so we were all in separate studios um, we're not running the same studio, but so separate studios doing it. And at the very end though, we were able to all get together and, uh, be with some of the kids that were patients, mm-hmm. all of them, you know, that are, had been through Johns Hopkins an hour out, but, um, we got a chance to spend a couple minutes with them at the end. And like, it was just a huge difference. Like when you get a chance to see the faces of like the little mm-hmm. guys that are coming through and you, you can understand, you know, they're just like, there's cute little kids. You can't imagine like the kind of things that they're going through. Yes. So it was, it was sweet. Uh, thank you to everybody, by the way, that donated really, really appreciate it from this show. We had a really talk about, I actually, it was so funny. Well, not funny, but just ironic, I guess is the word. Uh, when mm-hmm. I was um, driving home on Thursday night, I keep in mind, we recorded Friday's show on Thursday after, after the, Telethon's so like 1030. Mm-hmm. And then um, we, I was driving home and I'm like, you know what would be really crappy is if 
there was a weather delay and <laughs> or like a snow day because snow days really oh screw gosh. us like keep in mind radio really survives only because there's people in their car mm-hmm. and that's like where such a large percentage of radio listenership comes from is people in their car right so mm-hmm. when people are in their car i might as well just go home those days honestly we throw everything we throw everything out content wise those days because there's really no point we just mm-hmm. really just do traffic and just do some basic stuff because there's no point weather traffic nobody's and that's listening it. nobody's <laughs> listening like we, we can see it literally we can see it on with the ratings like nobody's there so i was thinking i was like I mean, wouldn't that really be terrible if mm-hmm. we had some kind of weather issue on friday and i'll be damned if friday i don't wake up and there's a ice delay so schools got pushed back two mm-hmm. hours and they still went which was cool, but they still were behind. So that threw off basically two hours of our radiothon. So we really were in trouble after the morning show because we were like thousands and thousands of dollars behind, you know, where we needed to be. But thanks to you and a bunch of people kind of stepping up there towards the end, we were able to pull it back around. And yeah, $1.35 million. That's amazing. That's a lot of money. Yeah. In two days? Just a couple of days. It's uh, pretty crazy. I will say what I figured out, because remember I told you, I was like, well, number one, am I bummed that we didn't raise, hit our own record? I mean, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and is that okay? Is it okay to be a little bit bummed? Cool. Okay. Yeah, Um, absolutely. At a personal goal. Yeah, I just I really want to be 1.4, but it is what it is. I will say this though is that the guy that runs Radiothon. So how these things work, by the way, is there are like companies that put these things on, right? So um, they just basically go around city to city and work with the children's hospital, and I'm sure you know take a somewhat of a cut, Uh um, or maybe there's paid up front or whatever it is to do these Mm -hmm. radiothons, and Mm -hmm. they get it all set up. And so we're sitting there with him, and he was saying that. We're the only radio station this year, so in 2022, mm-hmm. that is up from previous years. Wow. Everyone, every other city has been down. Wow. So that was good to hear. Um, oh, yeah. And what was the point I was going to make? Uh, 1.35. Um, I was bummed. I was a bum. Yes. And then I was going to say bye. Um, About the companies that come in. No, Something I don't remember what them. I was going to say. But anyway, that's They bring that's the radio. phone screeners and all the people? No. I don't know. But anyway, there's no, that. I, it, feels, it still feels good to raise, you know, raise that much money in just a short amount of time. I forget sure. what I was going to say. Obviously, it wasn't that important. Okay. Um, I wanted to catch up today on what we talked about last week. Remember I told you that there was a girl on my Instagram. She's from here that told me I look like the guy from the Capital One commercial. Mm-hmm. Right. And then who was it that looked up? Michelle looked up his information. He's 53 years old. I'm 38, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Okay. So he's not 20 years older than me, but he's still 15 years older than me. I put that picture, by the way, on the certified fan page. So yeah, if you want to look at it. But I asked you, I said, hey, who do people tell you you look like? Because it can really be great or terrible depending on who it is, right? Mm-hmm. So. We got some responses on the certified fans page, and let's go through and see if, if we'd be flattered too. If somebody told you you look like this person, uh, Emma Stone, who's beautiful, mm-hmm. so that's good. That yeah. was Jillian. Jillian said that, and yeah. yes, Jillian said it made me feel good because she's pretty. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Donald said Conan O'Brien. Uh, oh. He said even mm-hmm. even he makes fun of the way he looks. So yeah, 
I'm, I'm, I see Conan O'Brien. You know, I'm a big Conan O'Brien fan, but let me let me see this. Hang on. Let me take a look at good good look at you again. Yeah, low key. Low key. Low key Conan. I see it. Um, Katy Perry is what Megan said. That's nice. She said, she said I liked it because I'm a fan of hers. Yeah, that, that's a flattering one. Yes. Uh Ray said that said, does it count if a little girl came up to me one day and said I look like Princess Tiana? Oh. I have to remember. Let me let me Google who Princess Tiana is really quick. Oh, oh I know. Uh-huh. I know. What I was going to tell you. I'll tell you the, the last radiothon story in a second because it, oh. it was actually super awkward. It remind oh. me, it's nothing to do with the total. If I ask you, okay. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, Princess Tiana's from um, from the uh, Princess and the Frog. That's a, that's oh, a cute one. Okay. That's a cute one. Okay. Um, Kristen said, "I used to get Avril Lavigne a lot." See, I think that's only the celebrity I've been told I look like. Hmm. Avril Lavigne's cute. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Jan said several times, Liza Minnelli said, in my younger Ooh. in my younger days, I am a nurse and I walked into a patient's room. She was on the phone and yelled, oh my God, Liza Minnelli just walked into my room. Wow. <laughs> and that's all she talked about. She must have been uh, wow. on some serious drugs. What does Liza <laughs> Minnelli look like? I don't, let me She's see. Young. very dramatic looking. Yeah, She's dark hot, hair, right? Very dark hair and dark yeah, yeah, kind of a dark complexion, big, beautiful brows. Yeah. Yeah. Li- she's Liza striking. Minnelli, she's cute. She's, she's cute. striking. Yeah. You know? She has a lot of bold unusual. features. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, our buddy Dante said, in my early 20s, someone told me I looked like Asian Phil of the Future, which apparently is a Disney Channel <laughs> show. Let me, let me see if Phil of the Future <laughs> is, Dante. I that one. I need to see if that's, he said, I've never heard of that show until then. So I don't know. Let me, let's see what this guy looks like. Phil of the future. Um, okay. All right. I can see it. I can see it. I don't know if that's flattering or not. Cause that kid's about 12, I think, but, uh, said early twenties. So maybe so. Michelle says she got Dan, uh, Danica Patrick, Danica Patrick, who is a race mm. car driver. And mm-hmm. yeah, she, Danica Patrick's beautiful. Yeah. Um, Stacy said that someone once told her she looked like Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. She said, I don't know what they were that. on. <laughs> but that's a good yeah. one. Listen it's, listen, it's always good. You don't question these yeah. things. I'll tell you this. She's like, damn, that's good. Uh, yeah. Janet says she got Selena. So that's a good mm. one. Yeah. Um, she said, well, uh, this is. Um, Delinda said, when I worked in retail, many customers would tell me that I looked like Eva Longoria. Wow. Yeah. And it was pretty wow. often too. I don't see it, but I loved it because wow. she's gorgeous. Yeah. That's a, that would be a very mm-hmm. flattering <laughs> one to get. And you do, Delinda, you do. You definitely have a, I know. a I've Eva looked Longoria at her Facebook look. page. Yeah, she does. She's got that long, dark hair. Yeah. She's beautiful. Um, This is from Amy. Amy said, this fall, my favorite exercise instructor told me I should dress up like Adele for Halloween for the uh, Halloween themed <laughs> exercise <laughs> class because <laughs> they were having they were having because I looked like her <laughs> and I was so annoyed. And uh, I know everyone loves her, but she is my least favorite singer on the planet. <laughs> and I think she might be a chain smoker. So I feel like that annoys me more for an exercise class. My husband, uh, is told all the time that it looks like they looks like Sting, mm. which makes me laugh because I used to see Sting in concert all the time in the 90s. I used to think um, his hair was always exactly just like his. So that's funny. Oh. You can confirm it. Adele, I mean, you know, Adele is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, she's beautiful now. I mean, she's lost a lot of weight. She looks great, I think. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. There you go. There's more. Certified fans, you can go check out the ones on the page and go read. It's always fun <laughs> to hear what people say you look like. Uh, okay, let me finish telling you this this one because I don't know what you would have done too. This is a really awkward radio professional moment of mine. So, you know, our goal was obviously to beat 1.31, right? And yeah. what the kids do at the end is they all hold up the signs of how much we made, but they hold them up in reverse, right? So, like, the last penny mm-hmm. would go first, and then the next was so like, you know, 33 cents would show up first. You know, the last, the last two kids held threes up, you know? Uh-huh. And then we kind of go in order like that. Well, yeah. so the kids are going, they're holding these numbers up, and then all of a sudden, it the total was like 1.1 something. Uh-oh. And I was like... What? Like Somebody we missed out of order. <laughs> we got two hundred thousand dollars less than we got the year before. Like, oh no, that's terrible. And but like here, like, like what are you supposed to do in that situation? <laughs> because you I'm, didn't know, right? No, we, we we had no idea until the very end. Yeah, when they're holding up the cards. Yeah. So yeah. like, what what am I supposed to do? You know, like what are you <laughs> supposed to? to do in that situation. <laughs> Obviously I had to act super excited because uh-huh. there's no way, but like my, my heart was like hurting. You know what I mean? Like I was painfully uh-huh. sad because I was like, I cannot believe we missed the goal by $200,000. You know yeah. what oh, actually yeah. happened was that, uh, the girl that like the head girl over at Johns Hopkins actually switched the kids up, to, but like on purpose to like throw us off. Oh, she so did. So she switched the one to the three. Oh, because it was like one point three five one, you know. And so she uh-huh. she flipped the one of the three so that we would think it was off. Oh. But like, I was so like I had to be act excited, right? Like <laughs> there was no way I couldn't act excited. About the one point one. About, about the one point one, right? Uh-huh. Like, would, would you have been excited too, Mom? Even though you were two hundred thousand sure. dollars down, because you had to be excited. You yeah, like what be. was I supposed to do? But like, damn it, that was terrible. Yeah. you know, like oh, what happened? How did? <laughs> oh, this sucks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Baltimore. You're shitty this year. You know what I mean? But it was like such an awkward question, you know? Oh God, that's terrible. Yeah. So. so yeah. What. So then when you saw the 1.3, you were still so disappointed. Was it hard well, to Well, it was like less disappointment though, but it was still disappointment. <laughs> I was hoping that they flipped a five around. We got 1.5, uh, 3.5, oh, or 1.5, you know, like that would have been. Yeah. At first when she, she started moving kids around, I'm like, oh my God, maybe we would do 1.5. Cause like that would have really been, but it still like didn't beat the record. So it right. was kind of a, you know, an anticlimactic, <laughs> anticlimactic drop there. But uh, again, thank you to everyone. It's, it's listen, it all, it all goes to a great cause. And those that did donate, thank you so much in helping us get to that goal. That's still, I think, the second biggest year they've ever had. So um, it's really cool. Can't wait to see if we, what we can do with it uh, in the future. Yeah, that's really great, though. Ma, you watched a documentary on Ukraine this weekend. Mm-hmm. What did you? What was it called? And what what did you? What did you learn? Because I know obviously um, that's everywhere you turn now. That's like the big news story this week. Obviously, yeah. it's going to be everything happening in Ukraine so hard to witness that but we watched um a documentary on netflix called um winter in fire and it's about the revolution of 2014 that the ukrainian people fought and actually won yeah but over you know a a three more than a three-month period um and it's actual footage from them being on the street and protesting and it's 
really horrific. I mean, you see, you know, so many people losing their lives and such brutality. But what struck me too was the resilience and the determination of those people. Yeah. I mean, they were not going home. They were fighting for their lives and their families' lives, and they were there even if it meant losing their life. Yeah. Um, That's crazy, right? Oh, my God. Because what would you do? What would you do if you were in that situation? Like, what would you what would you do? Would you leave or would you stay? See, I can't even I can't even comprehend that, really. But I think that I would run for the hills. I, Mm. I just think I would. Uh, you know, as you much mean, as I'm like, like literally go to the hills and hide or like no, leave town. No, like get out. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. I would well, be getting out. I would be on I my heard, way to Poland. <laughs> what I heard though was that it's taking days and days and days and days and days and days because there's so much traffic trying to get out. Mm-hmm. And what's happening is, is like these cars are dying mm-hmm. trying to get out because they're running out of gas. And they've got buses, of course, that are, you know, going to Poland and I guess yeah, Hungary. But it's like extremely challenging Hungary. to leave right now. But it then you is. see the president of Ukraine, he's all geared up over there ready to go fight. Amazing. You know, Amazing. he's like, I'm staying. They're, the U.S. tried to get him out. And he said, no, I want to stay. He's like, it's uh-huh. probably the last day. He said, said somebody, this is the last time you're probably going to see me. Yeah. But I mean, he was he like, is, I'm going down with it, you know. I Even as a president, going- man, I'd be gone. I'd be like, well, this sucks. got to go. I know I would. I'd love to say I was one of those heroes yeah. that stayed, but in my heart of hearts, I know I would run. It's um, been hard to watch the oh, last couple of days, all the all the news. Oh, and we're not a yeah. news podcast, really, again, because a lot of people no. don't listen in real time. But No. Uh, it's it's sad. Oh. It's sad, man. Mm-hmm. It makes me sad. No. Yeah, it and, really is um, sad. And, you know, another thing we watched was Saturday Night Live two weeks ago, and they did a, a, a take on – Ukraine. And, and at that point, you know, everybody thought that Putin was kind of pulling everybody's leg, right? Right. So they were poking fun at Putin, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and now to watch that today, it was yeah. not funny. It was Mm-mm. not funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I said to Jim, in fact, I, I don't want to see any more of that. And I'm surprised they didn't really take that down. It, it was really offensive. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't intended to be, but they didn't know then what was right. going to happen, right? Right. Um, so, well, it's yeah, uh, yeah it's been uh, tough to kind of keep up and just kind of crazy to even imagine mm-hmm. that life, you know? Can't even comprehend and I all know. the men taking their wives and all the women, you know, to the bus and, you know, sending them off and then having to leave and go back. and Yeah. Oh, geez. I mean, I hate it's saying just, like our thoughts and our prayers are with them, but that's all we can oh, really do, I feel like. You know, this is no, a completely helpless situation, especially when you're not in the country. You know, exactly. it's one thing like when we have school shootings and things like that where we actually have control, but it's, you know, at least it's, we, we think we have control. But, you know, when it comes to right. these situations in other countries, you're just kind of like, well, you know, there's not much I can really, mm-hmm. not much I can really do about it, you know? So, yes. It's sad. It's been a yeah. It's been a happy news weekend. You know those people that literally just a little more than a week ago were in their homes, yeah, leading their normal, their normal lives. Yeah, and now they're fleeing, and they're and they're and they're their homes are being bombed. Completely different. I know. I mean, it's just insane to me. It's crazy. War is so horrible. So horrible. It's just. 
amazing to well, me. Well, hopefully by the time this podcast gets released, everything's been solved and everything's oh, back to happy. Gosh. You know, but it, it really does. Wonderful. I mean, it's just the crazy thing to me is it just really puts it in perspective real fast. Mm-hmm. You know, about like whatever, like whatever we're going through over here. Mm-hmm. You know, COVID, which sucked. I mean, obviously they went through mm-hmm. COVID, but like right. all the political strife. Like, I just can't imagine living in a place where like you could be bombed at any minute. Mm-hmm. You know, it just seems. Yeah, and your whole and all your freedom is at stake. Yeah. You know, yep. I mean, it's absolutely. Just, yeah, it's incomprehensible. So God bless every one of them over there. All right, let's get to our quote for today, Mom. Okay, it's from Frederick Douglass, and it is about the people of Ukraine. If there is no struggle, there is no progress. Mm. And I know they believe that with all their hearts because they're not turning back. You know, they're in there. Yeah. Uh, They understand that. They understand struggle and strife and the real meaning of freedom. Right. Um, So, yeah. If there is no struggle, there is no progress. Well, you have to remember just how much – I mean we, we we go through a lot of social strife over here. And I think that – because we haven't – well, I mean 9-11 obviously. But I mean mm-hmm. what do you think the positives 20 years later after 9-11 really were? Like what – do you think there was like great progress after 9-11? Wow. <laughs> I don't think like it really changed anything except for security on airports. I can't think of one thing of like, well, you know, if it wasn't for nine 11, we wouldn't. Yeah. Like when you have people like Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. you have the underground railroad, you have right. like super really monumental Martin Luther King, you know, like you have all these, these monumental players. Yeah. Um, well, I'm, I'm sure that um, internationally on a, a political level, it certainly heightened our awareness of terrorism. Sure. You know, and, and so certainly that's that true. Has, that has been good. You haven't really had because, a lot of like external terrorist attacks. Unfortunately, right. everything terrorist is happening has been our own people. Exactly. You know, so um, we're, we're more I can't really think of it though. Of that. I can't think of like but, one thing when it came, comes to nine 11 that like really improved. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the security's mm-hmm. better, but like, it mm-hmm. wasn't like this was, it was a big problem before. You know, yeah. it wasn't like we had this was this, this kind of thing was happening all the time. Thanks to nine eleven, it's not anymore. I mean, would it would there have been another attack if it didn't happen? I mean, it's hard to tell. You know, right? Um, I think just a growing awareness of how close to home these countries really are. Yeah, you know. But then you go through uh, these other ones. You go through these other you know other big monumental moments. But all of them, I guess, really have been. <sighs> socially for us recently, you know, unless I'm thinking of that, like not, not thinking of something. Right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll have to see. I, I, well, I don't, I don't know how everything's going to end up mm-hmm. with Ukraine, obviously. Like, yeah. I don't think there's any way to really tell what's happening or what's going to happen with it, you know, but, um, no. but I know they're fighting. I know yeah, they but are sometimes, fighting like, things hard. really have to get shaken up for it to get better. And that sucks. It does. Um, it does. But I think we've, we've even seen a lot of that happen over here. Which, mm-hmm. you know, again, it's all social stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it's like all the things that I mentioned before and more. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it has it's like George hard- Floyd, probably the most recent one, right? With all that mm-hmm. outrage and how it oh, really brought gosh. attention. The women's yes. movement. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. You know, that's just the last ones I can think of, but it's because so much shit had to happen beforehand Well, one to get to the that- point where it was okay, you know? Yes. I think one thing that has been heartening 
for us has been to to see NATO so aligned, you know, to see all of those nations come yeah. together. Um, and that makes me feel more secure, you know, knowing that these countries have our back. Yeah. Um, and that they're willing to get out there and help their neighbors. I mean, I think that's been very heartening to see. Right. Um, how they've really aligned with each other. Right. So. Well, time will tell. Time will yes, tell. But hopefully, yes. hopefully, with all the shit that's happening with it, mm-hmm. you know, good something positive will come out of it. That's all we yes. can really hope for. That because of all this bad stuff. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Putin dies in the process or something. I don't know. You know, it's hard to tell what will happen. But. Well, you know, the oligarchs are, and some of his own people are. Yeah. His administration are starting to question. We will have yeah, to see. It's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, Leah's up in a couple seconds with this show. First, uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Dunn. Dunn is our new friends over, and they, they all they do is they specialize in making ADHD care more affordable and more accessible to everyone. That's really what they do is like, because it's one thing when it comes to mental, uh, mental health, we don't talk about ADHD. That that is mental health, you know? And that's why we knew we wanted to bring them on the podcast because it is such a big thing. They're kind of breaking the stigma and like motivating you and us to have real conversations about mental health and ADHD and empowering those that like want to find help to get help. So that is that's exactly what they do. They specialize in treating adult ADHD, and they really do a patient first philosophy and mindset. And if you're like, well, I don't think I'm ADHD, do you know, or do you just say that you're forgetful, or do you know, or do you just say, oh, I can't get everything done in the day, or do you know, and you just say, oh my gosh, I'm so scatterbrained, I can't, you know, I, I can't get my whole schedule done, you know, with the kids at night because I'm just trying to get everything done at the same time. ADHD is a problem for a lot of people. Let me see how many people actually are. Well, what percentage of people have adult? What percentage of adults have ADHD? Um, um, so about four to five percent of adults have it uh, mm-hmm. diagnosed, but they say probably twenty percent goes undiagnosed. Yeah. So that's crazy. That means like that, like one in five of us right mm-hmm. now. Have it, mm-hmm. don't know it, just suffer through it, thinking it's something mm-hmm. else, or just saying I'm just scatterbrained or mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I just have this high level anxiety because I can't get all this work done or whatever. So, what I'm asking you to do is just take a really quick quiz over on Dunn's website and just see if possibly, um, you know, th- it could be a, um, a a real trigger for you. It might might be affecting your life and you don't even realize it right now. Like this this commercial alone could change your life. Mm-hmm. So just take it. And at least you'll know kind of what to do with it. Uh, if you go, just text the word done, D-O-N-E, to 888-Kramer8, and I'll shoot you back a link. Or if you go in the show notes of this podcast, the link's right there too. Text done to 888-Kramer8 or go in the show notes and you'll see the done uh, little little write-up and just click on that link and you can go from there with one of our newest advertisers who is done. Manscaped's back on, Mom. <laughs> oh boy, another week of fun. Yeah. That'll um, brighten our day. <laughs> yeah, I need to actually uh, I think there's actually a brand new commercial today for uh Oh. Yeah. You ready for this one? Oh boy. Probably oh, not, yeah. but go ahead. <laughs> Splish plash. I was taking a bath and I noticed I have beautiful balls. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Since Valentine's Day is over, this is the new one for the month. So just oh, FYI. Dear. 
You're going to hear a lot about this. Our friends at Manscaped, (laughs) the global leader in below-the-waist hygiene, have been turning men's shower dreams into their favorite routine with this all-new ultra-premium collection. This all-in-one hygiene skin and hair bundle is designed to upgrade every man's shower routine from head to toe. Your skin, your hair, and balls deserve this. And you can save by going to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping when you insert the promo code Kramer20. Yeah, it's like that. So <laughs> let me explain to you this this whole new shower routine they've got, okay? You're going to lather on the uh, the cologne-infused ultra-premium body wash with aloe vera mm-hmm. and sea salt. So it's going to oh, keep you moisturized nice. and feeling clean all day, right? Uh-huh. Then it's hair care time. You're going to do the, the two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Okay. And then you're going to hop out of the shower and protect your balls from body odor by applying <laughs> the Manscaped aluminum-free deodorant. Ooh. Um, did I say your balls from that? Sorry, just protect your huh? body odor. I don't know what that's not balls yet. <laughs> Um, I was going you, to ask about that, but I really didn't know how to gracefully do that. Yeah, that's, well, there's ball deodorant, but not that one. We're talking about like the underarm deodorant. Sorry. And then if you have tattoos or dry skin, you can hit your uh, your your skin with the hydrating body moisturizer spray. And mm. then on top of that, the Manscaped lip balm. It's a free gift Whoa. when you purchase the Ultra Premium Collection. So wow. There's a lot of things when it comes That's to men's super. grooming that have been improving. And like, if you don't feel like going to the store and buying all this stuff or trying to figure it out for yourself, or if your man's hygiene just not great, then this is what <laughs> you need to do. So uh, just do this. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with Cro- uh, Kramer 20. Kramer 20. Okay. Obviously, they've got the lawnmower and everything else we talked about the last couple of months, too. <laughs> um, but it's 20% off and free shipping with code Kramer 20. It's time to get wet and clean with your new Manscaped shower routine. All right. We are going to get to uh, certified fans. Uh, actually, let's do certified fans first. I, I have an announcement okay. here in a second. But um, All right, Mom. Um, certified fans are people that support our podcast. And when you do, you get supported back. You get a bunch of perks, including the, something I'm going to tell you in just a second, a new one. Um, but we are, uh, we're super thankful for anyone that can just, just throw a couple bucks our way. And, uh, thank you. It's not much. It's, it's, it's $6 a month now to, uh, to support our show. And that goes a long way, you know, for you, it's like, oh, it's six bucks, but that's what, like I forget 16 cents, 17 cents now, probably a podcast. Yeah, you know, it's not, yeah. it's not much per episode, but yeah. it does when everybody kind of chip in together, it's super helpful. And let me say this too, as I was kind of going, th- I put a lot of work in this weekend um to getting everything caught up to date with this new project and everything and if your card has expired please update your card there's about 60 people whose card has expired they've not updated their card yet so it doesn't let me officially kick you out i mean i can but i don't want to so Hmm. just go through and update your card if you would that'd be really helpful we really appreciate it. And mm-hmm. if you need to know how to get to that, just go, just type in fans. Just, just our, you can go to certifiedmamasboy.com and click the fans button, or you can just go to uh, text the word fans to 888-Kramer8. I would really appreciate it if you could update your card. Because <laughs> uh, I was wondering, I was like, why is, we're not really getting as much money as we used to at this. I'm like, oh my God, there's so many people that are not not paying every month. So mm-hmm. uh, really, if you could go check that, I would really, really, really appreciate that because it is a, a big support when you, um, mm, you're a lifeline. Yeah. For uh, sure. Okay. But what we do is we dedicated a show when you join and when, um, 
when you do, you get an episode dedicated to you. When we don't have somebody new, we go back and we thank someone who's been here before. So we have no one new today. So we're spinning the wheel now of certified fans, and so we have nobody new, but we can hopefully have somebody new tomorrow. Yeah. And in the meantime, three five four. Okay. Somebody recent. Uh-huh. Certified fan number three five four. This episode is dedicated to you, and that is going to go to Liz- Lizbeth. Don't want to say that wrong. Lizbeth S. Lizbeth okay. S. From. Anaheim, California is certified fan number 354. Lizbeth, L-I-S-B-E-T-H-S. Okay. Is our certified fan of the day. Lizbeth, thank you so much. We appreciate you so much for being a, a, uh, a certified fan now. I, honestly, I don't know when you join because my, my database is kind of screwy in here. But anyway, you're certified mm-hmm. fan number 354. Uh, Mom, let's give her a whoop whoop and thank her for being here. Yes. Whoop whoop to Lizbeth S. Thank you so much. So happy to have you. Thank you so much. We just had a really weird thing happen. We had, honestly, we, we just cut in between these two, and now I can't hear you out of my headphones. So I just have to listen to you out of my speakers. This might sound kind of screwy on the podcast. Hmm. Um, okay, so really quick announcement. Tomorrow, we'll be launching the new project that I told you about. Certified fans, I'll most likely post on, this, on the Facebook page today what it is. You can go check it out before anybody else. Uh, but... Uh, I'm excited about it. I spent all well, I spent many hours this weekend trying to finalize mm-hmm. and get everything done. So I'm excited. Our brand new project that we've been talking about will finally. Remember, I said but my deadline's March 1st, and uh-huh. I was like, I don't know if it's actually going to happen, but we pulled it off. And so March 1st is going to be our um, our new project tomorrow, and I'll explain everything on the podcast. And for certified fans who actually get a bonus with this new project, we'll explain coming up the, tomorrow on the show. So Yay! that's it. But if you want to find out today, you can always be a certified fan. You know that, right? So just text the word fans <laughs> to support us, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. All right, Mom. That's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All right. Let's do Mental Health Monday. So this is my friend Leah Aguirre. She is a therapist. And we bring her on on Mondays to focus on mental health stuff and relationships and maybe anything else you'd go to therapy to talk about, right? Today's Mental Health Monday is brought to you by Done, which is the most convenient and affordable way to handle your adult ADHD, a very personalized treatment. It's great, as we just spoke about. So thank you to Done for sponsoring today's Mental Health Monday. We are dedicating this whole entire month to love, love, because love's an important part of, of um, your... <laughs> mental health it is right i mean it is yeah, all kinds of love no matter where it's coming from yeah love is it's important for us to have love that doesn't always necessarily have to come from a partner it can come from your kids your mom Animal. your animals all kind of love but what happens mm-hmm. you start to fall out of love with someone because that's when things start to get a little problematic and um i thought we'd focus on this today because i i i remember the feeling when I felt that happening from the other side of my relationship. I started to feel her pull away. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you from my perspective, it was honestly, I think through my whole divorce, probably the worst part, honestly. Yeah. Was her starting to check out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Leah, let's say I come to you and I say, listen, feel like I'm, I'm, Falling out of love with my partner. Yeah. What do I do? So, well, the topic, so we want to talk about what, how to get back 
like how to yeah. fall in yeah. love. Because yeah. I was well, going to say, I, I think in you, the term the year of relationships, that's very different because you two married, like met and married young and were like, have, there were so many changes where you were like recognizing you were different people right. and that compatibility wise, it wasn't it wasn't what you wanted long-term. So I just want to preface that because I don't think I wouldn't encourage someone if they, if it was, if their paths were going on, you know, different trajectories, I wouldn't be like, let's have, let's help you fall back in love. If no it matter what you should fall back in love. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause I don't believe that, but there are some people that do, you know, that are really, and that's, I don't want to speak. I can't speak to like some people really, you know, marriage is very sacred and you just make it work regardless, but I, I don't think that's fair for, you know, one's mental health and happiness long-term. But so we're just in the instance that you and your partner want to fall back in love, we'll say it's mutual, right? Okay. So both people are like, nobody's, maybe there's some check, there's some, some aspects that are checked out, but you're like, let's know. We want to like rekindle. Both, both parties are still interested in trying to make it work. Okay. So I just want to say that. Yeah. Cause I, because I wouldn't want to make you like, I mean, that wouldn't that be terrible if I'm like, yeah, like do all these things for this person and they're checked out. But okay. Right, so right, people, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both people are like trying. And I, I think that's the best time to, by the way, to go to couples counseling. I'm not a couples therapist. I don't love it. But the best thing to do is to go. I, I, to, that's the best time to go to couples counseling is like when you're both invested in wanting to make changes. Okay. Or even like to have like an amicable separation. But anyways, I think it's a really good time as both of you are like invested in wanting to fall back in love and like really work on it and prioritize a relationship. So that's, I think people think it has to happen on the verge of a divorce or like, you know, in extreme circumstances, but I think you can go to therapy even early on. Actually, Way before Shep- that. Yeah. Doc Shepard and Kristen Bell talk about that. They went to therapy like in month three of their relationship or two or something. It was kind of wild, but they, I mean, that's very, right. extreme, yeah. but anyways, people are very proactive and I think that's, sure. I think it's great. Helpful. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what, I mean, what are like the beginning steps? I mean, what, what, what do you oh. even do to fall back in love with someone? So again, I'm not a marriage counselor or like a couple of counselor, but I, I think kind of similar to anything when you talk about even friendships that you drift apart from is seeking what connected you in the first place. And so whether it's like our, you know, mutual interests or our similar values or like our shared humor, right? Like if you think about like, what is what made me like fall in love mm-hmm. or connect deeply with this person and really go back to that. And and I think you can do, again, like you can do that with friendships. Let's say you like are something you're kind of drifting with someone and you're like, okay, like how do we get to that place where we were? And I think it's going back to what made you love and appreciate this person. Mm-hmm. So for example, if someone's like, actually, you know, we met at, like we met at, we both like shared a love for like live music and maybe, you know, during the pandemic, we haven't been able to do that as much and see like finding ways to incorporate then like the share of mu- the shared love of music together or something like that. Um Smart. So something that could be like very like concrete. What, kind of what you bonded over in the first place, doing totally. things that made you bond in the first place. Yeah. So I think doing the, and having quality time, I think we've talked about that a lot here is like people, especially when you're raising kids and having a family or even just you've kind of gotten, I guess, comfortable and you have other things going on. You don't really think to put much effort in is like really making quality time. So doing things that really focus on you two as a couple, not you two as a family or you two just, you know what I mean? It's like, we're going to make, like be very intentional, make time for one another and what we want to do together. That does happen after a while. Like it becomes so like monotonous, um, right? Monotonous. Right. You just, you just get in the flow. The the person's just there. Mm -hmm. 
And sometimes that can be almost like taken for granted in a sense, or just like, yeah, you know, like, okay, we'll, we'll make time for it. You know, this other thing came up and it's almost, you don't, at least I'll put it in my perspective. I, I didn't prioritize. It was just always just like, okay, well, what do you want to, you know, we got time on Friday night, which, what should we do versus it really being like a proactive. Right. Right. Activity. It was more of just like, a, well, I mean, what do we, what you want to do tonight? You know, we're, we're both right. here. So what's up? <laughs> I know, and I think it's it's easy for couples. Did you? I don't know if you did. Did you watch the new like the Love uh, Sex and the City reboot? No. Um. So <laughs> I like loved it, but anyways, Miranda and her husband Steve. This is probably not a great example, but they got into this like monotonous thing of like having their dessert with their series that they watch, and they'd like <laughs> it'd be like it'd be like frozen yogurt or like ice cream with all these little they'd like carry a little tray with like all these different like toppings, and they'd like have these like their like TV shows, and then they're like toppings and dessert, and it was like their routine. So you could tell they're just like in this routine, and there's really just like comfort in that, but also not a lot of like romance or. Um, so that's just I, I, that just came to mind when you were talking about it. Just like it could, it could become stale, right? You're yeah, just of course. And you don't you're like, okay, we love each other, we're committed. Especially if you're married, oftentimes you're like, we're committed. Like, so there's really no effort, but you have to put effort. You and I sure. talked about this too. So yeah, so I think quality time. And then I was thinking, um, really making time for one another, and that's like my very intentional. So that requires conversation or like enjoying the same activity or um, like getting to know each other, asking about each other's day, like really connecting on a deeper level rather just you know staring at a tv together or watching a movie sure. right um, or even just getting like you know people like just drink and like party and like that's fine but you're not there's, there's no depth to that so then that was the first thing i thought of and then the, th- the other thing is like what made you love this person to begin with so whether it's like you know their love for i don't know like the environment or like, you know, how cares, like how kind and compassionate they are towards people or just the traits and qualities that really Mm. drew you to this person is reconnect to those and like find moments where you see that in that person. Cause that's what, that's what drew you to that person and made you fall in love in the first place. So vice versa, both people focusing on those traits and qualities that were so attractive and that drew you to that person initially um, like, especially like in a lot of times couples, there's like one person that's a little more like playful and the other person's a little more serious and be like, Oh, this person like brings out this playful part of me. And I love that. And like, so I think just taking the time to think about that and really then embracing those qualities and finding more moments where you notice those qualities in the person. What, what if one partner doesn't want to fall back in love and one does, can that be resolved or that's a, a definite, it ain't gonna work. I think you'll ask most couple counselors and they'll, they'll pretty much um, tell you it's, it's it's impossible. It's if one person's not invested, you can't. And I, I, that's why I don't love couples counseling and I've only done it a handful of times. But like if one person is more invested, it's like, honestly, it's just like there's one person in the room who's really ready to do the work. And that's not, you can't do that with any relationship. So I don't want to say it's like a lost cause, but like if someone's not invested in wanting that, that the other person's not wanting that, it's not going to be very successful. Mm-hmm. I don't well, think I'm, so. I'm uh, the poster child of that situation. And look <laughs> at me. Look at me now. Thriving. But there were other parts, don't you think, that were contributing to it? It wasn't just like uh, – it was – there were lots of moving parts. I don't oh. think anything's that black and white. That what? I, that I that she wanted it or that I didn't want it or that she didn't want it but I did? 
Yeah, because I think you wanted it for the sake of money, but like you said, you posted it for the sake of it. It wasn't because you were. Yeah, like, no, but you don't. But I feel like you only know what you know. You know, like, true. In that moment, I felt like I wanted it. Yeah. Um, but now that it's gone. Yeah. I do not. <laughs> now that it's gone, I'm extremely happy that it didn't happen. But it's it's yeah. crazy because I if you asked me this three or four years four years ago, now I'd have been like, of course. It's nothing I want more than this unhealthy I marriage. Think that, like, that, like, you do, you marry, you don't marry to get divorced. Like most people really, do, I would say like 99% of people don't do, they don't expect a divorce. Right. And I right. think, so I think it's, you never expected that. You never planned on that. And so even if, even if your two roads are going in opposite directions, right. it's you, you, a lot of people want to fight for it, which makes sense. Cause you committed yourself to this person. It's not an easy thing. And especially if you share like a home with someone or you share kids with someone, you have this life you've created. I mean, it's not an easy thing. Sure. So, yeah. Well, if you're looking for some great motivation in everything, mental health, Leah's Instagram is a fantastic place to start. I really do like it. Do you write all that stuff or do you just steal it? Cause I was just steal it and repost. No, I do. But you know, what's funny is my dad recently was like, Oh, you write the, you write all that like that's crazy. <laughs> like, you're like, actually talented like what <laughs> was when he was like really he's like that's pretty cool and i was like isn't our family isn't it funny when our families devalue like what we do <laughs> like what like yes yeah, well, like, right, it's funny because i think my dad oh i used to hate writing so writing something over the last like three years i've gotten more back into but i think it was perfectionist and ocd things which made me dislike it anyways i do like writing i think he never understood that like that was something i was exploring more of or like that i was Anyways, yeah, he, I don't know where we're going with this, but anyways, I do write all of it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, my dad, my dad really likes my writing, so I should check it out. And if he, and and, he, and I, I quote people if I quote them. So like, it's not like I just like steal. If I, yes. I'll quote people, give them credit. You know. Anyways, find me on Instagram. <laughs> anyway, this is going south. So <laughs> this is going check south. Out my Instagram. This is why I'm not a radio personality. Yeah, or, I, see or I see that. I see that. Um, yeah, your modern therapist on Instagram. Check it out. I'm actually really excited about this new project, and tomorrow I'll be able to tell you everything. Certified fans today on the page, I'll let you guys in on the little secret of what's going on behind the scenes. It was taken now, literally, it's been about a year I've been thinking about doing this, and it just took a lot, of, a lot of work to put it together, but we did it. So, explain everything to you tomorrow. Certified fans today on the page, and until tomorrow, have a great Monday. See ya. Bye. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.